probably I'm just waiting for Santa to bring me presents. Oh, you're gonna months. order it on your birthday, which is sooner. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it is sooner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just this ideal uh, guy, so I don't know what what you want to ask me because I just own this stuff and I know this stuff, right? I feel like in, in a modern world, we're kind of forgetting what it feels like to be bored for even 30 goddamn seconds. Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is The Podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books we read and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day, working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. So today something came to your mind. It did. So I've been wondering lately about the nature of distractions and addiction and and how it relates to the devices and software we use and we make. Uh, lately I, I felt like I put myself in a Skinner box. I pulled down on on the glass to refresh a feed on Twitter and my brain feeds me dopamine in return. <laughs> and um, it it can be vicious. You know, I, I have a difficult relationship with, uh, with Twitter and social media in, in general, um, you know, Reddit and Instagram and YouTube. And honestly, sometimes with kind of the hyper-connectivity of today's world in, in general, and there are times where, when I feel absolutely overwhelmed with all of this, when I'm bombarded with information and distractions and notifications buzzing constantly, uh, sometimes there's just too much and I, I can't handle it. I can't focus on what's important, on what I decide that matters. I find it difficult to to focus on my essential thing, on on doing something purposefully. I, I can't get a break to, I, I can relax because instead of me owning those devices and using those software to benefit me, it feels like they own me. And what makes it particularly vicious is the genuine utility. Like if you get addicted to nicotine, you can decide to give up smoking, right? And it's not necessarily going to be easy, but there are a few downsides to that, right? And my addiction to Twitter is is just as real um, as a smoker's addiction to, to nicotine. My, my impulse, my cravings to refresh the feed are, are real. The way it, it changes how my brain manages dopamine is real, right? But I'm not willing to give it up. Twitter is so good, it's so useful, right? I've gotten a tremendous amount of value in terms of knowledge and connections and help in my work because of Twitter, thanks to Twitter. Um, I have many lasting friendships in my life that have been made possible by Twitter and and by you know all the meetups and conferences that then connect us in the real world, right? So um, I've just been finding it, it difficult. And last week, I've been on a vacation and I, I really need it. I haven't had it for a while. I haven't had a real vacation in, in half a year. I took plenty of, of time off from work, but you know, 
when I, I travel, like most of my time off from work is just as intense as, as my work life, right? When I was in the US for three weeks, I mean, I had a blast. I done barely any work work there, but it, it was very stressful. I, I didn't get a break. So it was kind of an opportunity to to completely um, or almost completely kind of shut myself off from many of the everyday distractions and addictions. Um, so one thing I, I did is I went into Twitter detox and I I, I said on Twitter that um, I'm taking a break for a week and it's been nine days since I last looked at Twitter and it feels great actually uh, to kind of get a rest from Twitter and, and Reddit and I also made, made made sure to completely kind of disable and and all the notifications from from Slack and 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 Nosby so that I I I don't by accident just by seeing a, a red badge or something just start thinking about work during that week. And and that was helpful. But and I feel better now. But another thing that's happened over the last few weeks is I got my new iPad and that that kind of came in a wrong time of my life where I was overwhelmed in general, and then here was this another source of frustration, trying to learn this this device I I don't fully know how to use productively and dealing with with the beta and whatnot, and also um, I haven't learned how to manage distractions and notifications on this device. Right before my iPad was a consumption device. And now I try to use it for some of my productive stuff. And here are all the notifications that just, again, um, take away my focus, right? So I I just think um, it's a good point in, in my life, um, as I do from, from time to time, to rethink all of this, rethink my relationship with Twitter and with social media, and rethink how I manage notifications on my devices, how I handle distractions, how I isolate myself completely from all of this stuff when I need it, but but still allow myself to be available to people, right? How to simplify this system so I can continue to reap benefits from it, to to use what uh, what those devices, what the constant connectivity, what the notifications, what the social me- media have to offer me to make my life better but but minimize the negative impact of them on my sense of well-being as i as i felt uh recently just being too overwhelmed with all of the information and and losing the ability to to focus because of it so all right with with that monologue out of the way i, I wanted to discuss this topic with you of devices and distractions and, and, and addiction. I, I, I wanted to ask you how you deal with it, how you manage kind of your, your system and all of this stuff to, to get that, that balance and, and maybe try to hash out together some ideas for both of us to improve. Yeah, so I'm still here. Um, of course, uh, I am a perfect productivity guy and I always um, follow my routines and I never get distracted. I'm just this ideal uh, guy. So I don't know what, what you want to ask me because I just own this stuff and I know this stuff, right? 
No, I don't. I'm a human being. <laughs> so, um, spoiler alert, it's not that easy. And um, what I did, uh, uh, like, w the, so there is a thing. We talked about monkey brain optimizations and tricks, uh, and uh, this episode will be kind of similar in this way, um, because we really like, um, you know, the dopamine rush. It's 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 hard to you know it's hard to get out of the way, and then again we don't want to be like hundred percent percent pure stoics without any feelings or anything affecting us. So we want to be you know emotionally engaged. So it is okay to be emotionally engaged and to be passionate about topics, passionate about things, passionate about people, uh, passionate about ideas, and Twitter as you mentioned, is one of the sources for us of, of, of all these things, you know, of some connections, of some um, uh, ideas and of some things. Uh, and and on, as you said, some meaningful uh, connections and meaningful ideas. Yeah. Um, so it's really hard to just like do cold turkey on this. I would start with this idea of compartmentalizing, right? So just like putting things in their, you know, compartments. Um, for example, I don't watch news on the television. I do have a table, cable TV subscription, uh, but we use we, we use mainly for my kids to watch uh, some cartoons, for us to record some movies, or, and actually to have uh, the HBO go mm -hmm. and bundled with it, so we can watch HBO whenever we want to. And we have Netflix, and we use that to if we want to watch something, we choose something to watch. This way, I don't get news from television. So uh, I get news from people and I get news from Twitter. So that's one thing to know where I get news from, like from the people and not from the television, but for example, from Twitter. Uh, there are also other social media networks, like you have Facebook, you have other things. And um, for me, the idea is to really design where you get this information from, how you get it, and when you get it, and also the notifications. So mm -hmm. when you get notified about things. And I was really uh, impressed when you wrote that you're, you know, doing a break from Twitter for a week. I was like, yeah, how can he live without knowing all this stuff that's <laughs> happening around the world? Yeah. And before I we, we dive into this. I'm going to tell you a, a short, short story um, because it's really related to this. Um, recently, I got involved in a thing in my children's school. There was a problem at school and I got involved uh, as, as a parent because I cared for the, like, for the issue and I wanted to help it solve it. And I was really passionate about it. I was with other parents together, you know, mixing this and really passionate about it and, and, and working together on this. Um, and we were trying to, you know, get other parents to care about it and to to, 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 to let them know what's happening, what, what happened. And it's very important. They should participate. And some did and some didn't. And then I realized that while this issue is very important to me and for my kids, some people really don't care and they're fine. Mm -hmm. And they're just fine. Uh, and their kids will be fine. They won't be as you know as well off as we would be if we won the case or the, the if we solved the issue, but they'll be fine and they don't care about it and they don't know about it. So whenever we talked about it, they just yeah whatever it's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? Uh, 
and then I realized that the danger with uh, with news is the fact that we grow, we think we should care about all of this that's happening in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, really just a few things matter. And if we, as you said, if we just you know forget about something for a week, no pasa nada. It's gonna be fine. Like it's not like the, the, the whole world would break down. And mm-hmm. um, uh, if you take a longer break, very often somebody just gives you a, a, a short, you know, distilled version of what just happened. You yeah. catch up quickly and that's fine. So, so what I'm saying is that with this situation at school, I realized that you can not care about many things and still be fine. And, and that our perception that we have to care about this and this and this is just our personal perception. And I think the key to getting rid of these, um, uh, to, to managing our addictions or our, you know, our perception is to is by limiting our perception and by limiting not by not caring but by trying to limit our perception of what's really important and and uh, designing our life around this so speaking of compartmentalizing that's actually part of the the problem with with this new ipad i got because before i had a, a system right i had my mac i had my iphone i had my ipad and my ipad was a consumption device that's what it was. I would occasionally uh, do something else on it. I would occasionally look at um, Nosby there, or uh, in the past, I would a few times like bring a my Bluetooth keyboard and just type on it, whatever, right? But it was a consumption device. So what I would do um, is I would block off Twitter completely from my phone, and I have a one blocker, which is content blocker for Safari set up such that um, it just it, it, it's a lot of effort to go on Twitter on my iPhone. And I did it on, on purpose to minimize this this uh, impulse to go on Twitter because I, I just noticed like, hey, that's not very useful to fill in every 20 seconds of empty space in my life with Twitter, right? So I did that. And on my Mac, I would try to do the same thing as well. Now, I, I would be far from perfect on it, but again, I would not have an app and I would make it more like purposefully difficult for me to visit Twitter through the website. And then Twitter would be on my iPad. And if I would be doing Twitter or wanted to check on Reddit or whatever, even though I, I still had this unhealthy relationship with with the social media, all of those kind of bad habits, like this was my device for bad habits. But now I, I decided to make this grand experiment, as we talked about a few episodes ago, to learn iPad in a, in a new way, try to do more things on it. But still, it's the best device I have for media consumption. It's just the perfect form factor, the, the, the perfect way of interacting to just casually sit on a couch and browse Twitter, right? And again, I'm not, I, I, I don't want to give them up completely. But now I have this problem that I don't have, I don't have this, um, this compartmentalization in my head, right? It's 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 really useful to have this anchor in my mind that when I'm sitting in front of my big screen on my Mac, on my desk, I'm making code, I'm writing code, I'm doing my work, right? Uh, if I'm on my iPhone, it's just to like quickly communicate with something or, or like do simple everyday tasks, right? And then um, the leisure stuff would be mostly on my iPad. And now I don't have that. And, and that makes it more difficult because it's just too easy 
to follow the impulse and you know switch from one app on my iPad to Twitter. And that's a problem. And also on on Twitter, a similar problem exists that Twitter is a source of many things um, for me. And the it's it's like there's a lot of things on Twitter that don't bring me much value, only distraction and and anxiety and and just you know I I, I unnecessarily get emotionally involved with uh, with with matters that just happen and pass in the world that that annoy me but I can't directly influence and they just take up too much mental space um, in my life. But, you know, it, it's kind of, I haven't figured out yet how to solve that, how to restore this, this balance that I know, like, when and where I allow myself to browse on, on you know, Twitter and, and Reddit and whatnot in such a way that it doesn't, it doesn't affect me in negative ways. And I, I think one, one thing I, I am for sure going to do on Twitter is... I have to seriously prune my my following list and I'm going to maybe have to switch to a different client than the official one because I don't think the official one has um good support for 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 muting because um you know in in tweetbot for sure you can write regular expressions to just filter out anything that that has some some phrase or or, or some pattern so that you don't you don't see anything that mentions I don't know Trump, right? Uh, <laughs> because I, I I feel like like I need that. There's just um, I I would in the past try to to prune my following list, and I have only four four hundred, um, and I had more, but it's it's still way too much. And there's a lot of it which I found difficult to give up because it's interesting, right? But it's it's still we get back to this problem that. Um, you kind of collect and hoard those nice things, those um, things that seem that might be useful, but in the end, they they make your life worse, not better, right? So I, I think I have to manage Twitter in a smarter way so that I see the stuff um, that's useful from people um, who are, you know, really worth following. Now, you know, I, I follow 400 people because, or 400 accounts because all of them felt worth following. But if I see that it's a problem for me, that it's too distracting, that I I can't focus because of it, because of of this impulse, then maybe not. Maybe maybe I have to be more brutal about it. Yeah, um, I just uh, I think so too. I mean, this is one of the solutions to to prune this. So um, let, let's get practical about about how mm-hmm. to how to deal with that. So uh, in my case, um, uh, as you know, I also have three devices that I use. Uh, the, so the iPhone, iMac, and the iPad, which is my main working device. And uh, ah, three, four devices: Apple Watch, and why Apple Watch is important in a second. So first of all, um, my main um, Communications device is the iPhone, and I have uh, like all the communications things there. And here, WhatsApp also is very popular, and there's no iPad client for it, so it's also here on the on the on my iPhone. And um, the Facebook Messenger, I don't use it so much, but it's it's here. Uh, I have to uh, so 
so I have the messenger things on the iPhone and the only thing that I want to remove from the iPhone and I'm going to I think do it also live today on the podcast is to delete tweetbot so the Twitter client uh, I stopped using the official client when it got so bloated that I just didn't want to download the update on the on the um, 4G so I just got tweetbot <laughs> when I was traveling and I I got I I I got used to it and it's it's fine so um so I'm going to remove the tweetbot because Whenever I pull out the iPhone, the, my first instinct is to go to um, yeah. to, to Tweetbot, to Twitter, and uh, and it's bad. So and 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 it's really a kind of a compulsive behavior, and I don't want that anymore. My second compulsive behavior is Instagram. Yes, but yes, but Instagram recently, I I managed to like not to get to 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 quickly there. So so hopefully. Uh, so my idea is that also I want to just, you know, filter out right now my apps and check out my apps on the iPhone and add some more creative apps on the iPhone and just make sure that I, I put them like in front so that I can actually do something productive with my time. Uh, so that's, that's one of the tricks. Uh, on the iPad, I have Tweetbot as well, but on the iPad, because I'm used to having my iPad as my work device, I don't get distracted with Tweetbot. I don't put it, you know, as a split view mm-hmm. or whatever thing. I, I intend. I, I have. I, I have. Of course, I have all the notifications off. So on the iPad, I have only. I think I message notifications on. So and and Nosby, and uh, uh, I I just remove the Slack notifications. So uh, so I have only the the most important notifications on iPad. The rest of the notifications notifications are off, and. Because when I work on the iPad, I, I don't get tempted to go to Tweetbot because I'm here to work. And I kind of, I don't, I don't know, my brain works like that. I just, on the iPad, I don't tend to go to Twitter. While on the iPhone, I, yes, I do mm-hmm. tend to go to Twitter for some reason. Uh, so, so far, so good. And um, one thing I do also um, in the afternoons, and especially after I read the book, The Stoics, I mean, the, the, the Guide to Good Life that we discussed in past two episodes, um, in the afternoons, I leave my iPhone charged in my bedroom and I walk around my house um, and uh, play with my girls, uh, do something, you know, talk to my wife, whatever, like do things with my family. And because I have my Apple Watch on me, I know that no notification, if it's important, like a message or like some important notification, um, will get uh, uh, you know, unseen because I get it on the pushed uh, to the watch, so I don't. I, so I don't have to carry my iPhone with me, because very often what I what I found out is that I would be with my family, but like in an idle time, everybody would be doing something, and and me instead of joining them, doing something with them, I would pull out the phone and go to Twitter. Yeah, you know. So I would be physically with my family, but in my mind, I would be somewhere. You know browsing Twitter, you know, tweets about Trump or I don't know, some other things. So, so this way, um, this way, uh, I, uh, I, I, I remove this temptation because my phone is somewhere else charging, you know, in my bedroom and I don't go to my bedroom during the day. I go only there to go to sleep. So, um, so I really spend my time with my, with my family. And, and for that, really the Apple watch is, is a godsend because it, 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 um, I know that if something, you know, should something important, you know, some message important, uh, important message can come to me, I'm going to have it on my wrist. So it's going to be fine. And, and we know very well, 
uh, Apple Watch is really crap for browsing yeah. any kind of content. So, so <laughs> there's no way for me to open, I don't know, any kind of Twitter browsing app or even Instagram app on the watch because it's just mm -hmm. ridiculous. Um, so yeah, so this is like, these are some of the tricks that I use. So what you're saying about uh, filling your idle time is a large portion of, of the problem here that um, because mm -hmm. all of this friction is getting more and more removed uh, with each passing year as those devices get smaller and we carry them around all the time and they're hyper-connected and they're so fast, um, it's just whenever... I feel like in, in a modern world, we're kind of forgetting what it feels like to be bored for even 30 goddamn seconds, right? You have like literally yeah. 20 seconds as you're um, ascending in um, in an elevator. And what do you do? You browse Twitter or you go to Instagram. And it's just, it, it's stupid, right? Like we, it's it's not healthy at all, but it's just, it's very difficult um, to manage the, to manage it in such a way that you have it and you have it when it's available and you have it notified when something that's important to you, uh, that you see it, but but actually avoid this temptation, right? So I, I, I think uh, purposefully kind of disconnecting yourself from it, uh, but in such a way that, that you, you still know when something important happens is a really good idea. And one thing I, I mentioned to you um, previously, but haven't mentioned it on the show is for the last two weeks or so, I have stopped wearing my Apple Watch, which is, I guess, another um, technology experiment because I, I started doubting its utility. And, and you know, when I, I was feeling overwhelmed with all of this stuff, I felt like it's making things worse, not better. The idea was it for, for it to surface uh, things, notifications that matter so that I, I see them when it matters, but never else. But perhaps it's just my fault that I, I mismanaged what I which notifications I allow, but I just found it that instead of it freeing me to focus on anything and be on do not disturb and just see when something important happens, it just it 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 uh, it just showers me with with more uh, distractions. So uh, I'm one thing I'm, I'm going to do is I'm, I will continue for a while more to go on without my Apple Watch, and then I'll try to get back to it and manage it differently, like really, really, very brutally um, prune which notifications I allow and, and, and see what what difference um, it makes. Yeah, I mean, for example, in, in my case uh, on the Apple Watch, I, I really try to just, because you can do that, you can separately set notifications for the iPhone mm -hmm. and separately for the Apple Watch. It's a little bit more, more work, but uh, yeah, I, I, I try to, do that and recently i just discovered that overcast is pushing me notifications um you know with new episodes uh, to my watch and i don't like that because yeah. i don't need that you know i go to overcast to listen to podcasts so then i can choose something i don't need to be notified about new podcasts so um so so whenever i see that i i actually take the time to go and and remove this notification if if i don't like it um and that's why that's why i'm saying that in the afternoons I know that on my Apple Watch, I'm going to only get the notifications of the messaging apps. Uh, so like really important messages that will come to me. I mean, not really important. Sometimes they're just, you know, <laughs> um, messages from, from people on WhatsApp or, or something like that. But for example, um, a Facebook Messenger, I, 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 I don't get messages from Facebook Messenger. I, um, 
I don't get messages from 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 Instagram. And this is annoying because whenever I go to Instagram, uh, they, they, they show me the banner. You know, you should enable your notifications. I'm like, mm-hmm. hell no. <laughs> so um, so so yes, uh, it's um, you know, it's 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 it it requires tweaking. Uh, it does, but also uh, speaking speaking of you, um, refining mm-hmm. your Twitter following. Um, I I realize the same. You know, um, it it is kind of bias, but I don't care about it. Uh, like for example, I have just one person, like one like one journalist from Poland, that basically retweets or tweets the news mm-hmm. from Poland. Like for me, right? I just follow this individual, and I know that you know. Just following this guy, I will get everything that's happening right now in Poland, you know, and and that's it. So I don't need to follow like several other, you know, other politicians or other journalists mm-hmm. or whoever. I just follow this guy. I trust him and his judgment because, you know, he's been good to me in the past. I mean, it's proven track record. But and then I realized, for example, that I have a few other politicians from the I, I know, sorry, sorry, journalists from mm-hmm. the States, uh, you know, giving me news. And I realized I have too many redundant you know, journalists. So I think sending me the same, you know, message. So uh, I'm going to prune that too and just also focus on one individual. It is a, it is a little bit biased yeah. because I get, you know, one individual's point of view. Um, but then again, some important news will spread through my even, you know, tech guys or mm-hmm. other people. Yeah, exactly. So if so, I'm going to get some something. So I think it's fine. I mean, really, this way I don't have to relive like the same thing over and over again. I, I, I get it that there's this news, okay, and it's, and it's fine. So I don't mind having this biased kind of news because the alternative is just to get rid of the news at all. So at least I have something. Yeah, um, I will see, but I, I might get even more um, brutal about pruning news from uh, Twitter, like um, political uh, news especially, because, you know, it, it is it is something that's important, that's relevant, but it's just I don't see it being worth it because it just makes me too frustrated uh, without me having much, you know, much ability to do with it. And the important things I find that they spread to me anyway. I think you're right. Like, 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 like here's the thing: over the last week, again, I have been off Twitter, but one of my friends uh, who was uh, traveling w- with me. Um, he was still on Twitter and he was my, my Twitter filter. And there were exactly two pieces of news that I found interesting and I got them from him, right? And, and like, 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 here's the thing, like I'm, I'm not going to give up Twitter permanently, but, but like the thing is important things will spread to you, will filter out through all of those barriers to you anyway, right? And it's just, we, we have to... I feel like we have to get get back to this um, this notion of um, of of a, z- of a zero sum game. Like we we have s- our ability to focus on on anything yeah. and, and care about things is so limited, and it's just we. I, I feel like in in this digital world, I I've collected, I've hoarded too many things, too many Twitter accounts to follow and whatnot because all of them were were good. They were not bad, but they're they're not good enough they're not good enough to justify how the the collective of them like how much space it, it covers so I, I i think like with news in particular i'm i'm you know i'm just going to prune it very brutally and 
you know, again, like we got so used to it that we forgot <laughs> that it's it's not it's not necessary. The most important things um, will travel to you anyway. Um, and and speaking of of uh, notifications that you mentioned, um, I, I've made some changes already on on my iPad after we uh, discussed it privately yesterday. I've disabled Slack notifications on my iPad com- completely, uh, but I left the badge on. So okay. if someone uh, direct messages me or mentions me um, after probably not more than 10 or 15 minutes, at some point, I will look at home screen and notice it anyway. And depending on how how I feel, like how focused I want to be right now, I might choose to look at it now or maybe in you know half an hour later. But it's just we got so used to everything being so... Um, instantaneous. We figured that, that it doesn't really matter. Like, you're nothing is going to burn in the next ten minutes, right? Like, there are ways for people to reach you if things are urgent. So, what you said about iMessages is really is really interesting because um, most of the people um, that would write me like important, urgent things would do it through iMessage. So, if there's something important. Again, it's going to filter out to me, and if something is super urgent, they're going to call me, which like almost, which never happens, right? But but the thing is, like people still have <laughs> yeah. channels for you to reach you when it really matters, and most of the time it doesn't, and we just like we see the utility of notifications po- popping up, uh, and not even from Twitter, which we both disabled a long time ago, but but even from Slack, and it it just doesn't matter. Like people can wait ten minutes or half an hour. And if they can, they're they're going to reach you anyway. So I, I did that, but I, I left at least for now. I left them on on my iPhone. But when I get back to my Apple Watch, I would disable on my Apple Watch because like sooner or later, again, in not a long time, I will pick up my iPhone and see it anyway. And it's going to be easier to decide if I want to ignore it for now or not. But I don't have I don't. It doesn't need to be right now. Um. I did the same thing with 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 Facebook Messenger, which I unlike you, I, I do use with with many people. It, it will um, the notifications appear on my phone, but not on my iPad. But uh, I, I left the badge on, so again, I, I will see if if something uh, appeared. Uh, I also think I'm I'm going to um, disable some of the notifications from from Nosby because when someone delegates a task to me. It's almost never urgent. I feel like the only thing that really matters to me is reminders for tasks that are due soon, uh, and maybe people mentioning mentioning um, you know at mentioning me because if they do that, they they do that for a reason, right? Because they they want to get my attention. But I I don't I don't need to see that all the time. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, so about about you know just uh, I'm gonna finish up with the politics thing for example I think you're right I'm gonna remove the politics you know almost entirely from my Twitter or just try to remove it almost entirely from Twitter because anyway at the end of the week I'm I'm on HBO Go I'm watching last week tonight with John Oliver so I'm gonna have like the, in thirty minutes I'm gonna have the condensed version of just ha- what just happened if I missed something I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it so <laughs> it's gonna be fine and it's gonna be funny so and I watch watch this show anyway. So, so again, it's the question of where do I get my information from or where do I get my news from? Um, so that would be a, a useful thing. If my, with my iPhone, I, anyway, I need, to, I need to rethink again 
all the iPhone setup because some of the apps that I have on my iPhone just just too many apps and the badges are are just like I have on Skype I have a badge and five I really don't know what it means <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so I'm gonna just remove the badge anyway and I never got to it so um so that's important um but yeah it's so for me like this thing with you know managing notifications it, it takes time but it's really important it really mm-hmm. uh, makes the difference it helps me stay out and the tweetbot. I'm really sorry, but Tweetbot, I love you, but you're leaving my iPhone right now. Just very quickly before we wrap up, let's continue this this new pattern we started last week and let's recommend two books that we've read or are reading right now. Okay, so I'm going to start with uh, a book about selling. Uh, and, you know, I it's useful to me because... Uh, we are right now uh, trying to sell and selling not be for business and i want to you know i want us to be a better selling uh, company and to sell not only nosby but also the concept of productivity but i think uh, every one of us is selling all the time we are selling ideas we're selling ideas to people we're selling concepts to people we are selling I don't know, ourselves like whenever we want to just convince somebody of something and we should be better sales people and this book the challenger sale is is very interesting by Matthew Dixon and Brent Adamson. It's about yeah challenging the, challenging the customer, not just you know selling them whatever they want. So it's also about challenging ourselves and challenging uh, you know the industry. So um, I like this approach, and I think it's useful just beyond selling. Just you know, it's useful in general for people. So I like it. All right, and my pick for this week will be the book Bad Science by Ben Goldacre, uh, which is about how science is misused by media in particular uh, for kind of their advantage to spread information, to make a headline, but actually in a way that's not scientific at all. Uh, Science is something that's important to understand, like how the process works because that's that's the best tool uh, we have for finding out truth about the universe about how things work and it brought us the world that we have today uh, but if if you're if you don't understand how how the process works how how um, scientific journals work if you don't understand statistical significance if you don't understand uh, different biases then you might be very easily misled by hearing all of the news in the media that start with scientists said or whatever. And instead of it making you smarter, it just makes you dumber. And I think it's it's very useful to to understand all of this and how to separate uh, the good stuff from from the bad. And I think the the, the book is is a pretty good um, summary, um, or maybe not a summary, but a good explanation for all of that. 